Hello, Remnant. Hope you are having a blessed day. Wanted to let you know that I'm spending some time with the Lord, and as I'm doing that, some things are being revealed to me, and other things that, you know, I'm questioning some things and make sure I'm accurate on them, and that I heard the Lord accurately, and even though things have been confirmed, but He just still keeps taking me back to the temple, and He revealed something to me today that was pretty crazy, that... When you know, I've I've said this before that when he asked to see the coin, it had Caesar's face on it, and he said, "Give back to Caesar what belongs to Caesar." The reason he was so angry was because it had his face on it. It was idolatry, and Amir came out yesterday and said that I I didn't know this that the Temple Mount had actually become like a shopping mall when it was rebuilt, and it's got shopping everywhere, and so the the Lord was um, showing me that you know, that that's why he said it had become a den of thieves and robbers, not a house of prayer. And so, um, he was walking through the temple being rebuilt and stuff throughout the years. And the Lord was, um, the Lord has really been waking me up and showing me through the Holy Spirit many times that, you know, he just kept taking me back to the temple, back to the temple, back to the temple. Why he was so angry. It was about idolatry and how they were worshiping the wall, putting these prayers in there and they're laying their hands on them and they're worshiping this wall, waiting on this temple to be rebuilt, that they're lamenting and ripping their garments and doing all these things, waiting and begging and pleading and fasting and praying for the Lord to rebuild this temple. But the temple is inside of us. And and Yeshua was very, very clear about that, that no stone would go unturned. He was very clear that any temple that was made out of mortar and bricks would be torn down. And the reason is because he became that for us when he died on the cross and rose again and you know it 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 toward the veil and so like he literally took care of us needing a physical temple and yes the temple is going to be rebuilt that's satan's ways not god's ways and satan has always given his people a choice i mean god has always given his people choice sorry and um to choose this is satan's way not god's way and so one of the things that the revelation that he gave me today just blew my mind i was talking to a sister of mine it just came flying out of my mouth and i've got to get this out of there out before i forget it just still kind of trying to absorb it when jesus came he didn't look like the king that they wanted he didn't look full of jewels like gold and silver and you know, he wasn't covered in wealth and they expected him to be full of wealth to come in and save the people from the Romans. That should tell you right there how bad the Romans were. And they wanted a king that was going to do this. Well, when the Jews rejected Jesus, they rejected him because he didn't look like a king should look to them. And that's why the temple has to be rebuilt now because of the fact, and the church has never taught this, it has to be rebuilt because they're still looking for the Messiah to come on the scene and be full of wealth and gold and jewels and decked and ordained, I mean, I, I mean, uh, um, decked in gold and silver and full of, you know, just money, right? I mean, that's what they're looking for. Even to this day, they're still looking for a Messiah that looks that way. So I believe there's going to be an earthquake. Israel's been having a lot of earthquakes, and I almost believe the elite are causing this, to be honest. Um, there's going to be an earthquake, or there's going to be a war that they plan that's going to 
force that temple mount to come down. When it comes down, that way it'll bring the dome of the rock down with it. And when that does, when they when they do this, it's going to force them to rebuild the temple. So whether it's Trump, whether it's the Pope of Rome, I think it's going to be Rome. But when Rome, Rome rebuilds this temple, they're going to build it like the coexisting temple that they have in Berlin now. The one that has the Jews, the Catholics, the Muslims, the Christians all worshiping the same God, and then they're going to give us a day to worship. And it won't be for Christians. It won't be on Sunday. It'll be, I mean, it won't be on Saturday. It'll be on Sunday. And so as we worship the sun God, right, that's what they're going to do is they're going to push this on us. And that's going to be, um, that is, that is their agenda is to get us all coexisting. And I think what's going to happen, it's going to happen so subtle and so, because we're so wrapped up in ourselves in America, we're not going to see it happening. It's going to happen so subtly that that we're so conditioned and desensitized. It's going to happen so fast and we're not even going to realize it's happening because we're carrying on with our life and our busyness and our daily life and what we're doing, trying to just survive. So we're not even going to see it happen. And as it happens, then the Pope of Rome or whoever it is that the Roman, Roman people um, bring into this being, this um, Nimrod, resurrected, whatever it is, will sit in the temple and declare himself to be God. So I was wrong. It wasn't going to be at the temple in the upper room. I don't think it's in the upper room. It could be. I think it's just going to be this is what's going to happen. But I think I think by the Pope already sitting in the upper room, he was making that statement that he was like the most high. And I think people missed it. But he's when the Pope does this or whoever does this, he's going to be covered in wealth. And he's going to be covered in jewels and look like a king, right? So they're going to worship this man. And we have to remember that Trump's face is already on the half shekel, just as Caesar's was. They're going to worship this man. But the truth is, he's not the Messiah. And that's how they're going to see that he's not the Messiah. And it's so sad because, you know, I I pray so many so many times I pray that God will just bring them new ISAB to see the blinders are coming off, but they're just not coming off fast enough is the thing. But my point is that they're still looking for a king full of money and wealth, and they still can't see anything else because the Messiah didn't look. He was a humble servant, right, of God. He didn't look like a king should look. And to them... That's why they rejected him because he didn't, they, they're so in love with the things of the world. They're so in love with the idols. They're so in love with the things that they can see right in front of them. They can't even see the Messiah. So that is what's going to happen. And I'm just telling you, that is why this temple, this is why they are so adamant about it, rebuilding it because they, they think the King still looks like he was supposed to look 2000 years ago. And they rejected him then, and they're still rejecting him today because he doesn't look like the king that they they want. So we're still living in that, you know, repeating history. And it's just, I don't want them to rebuild this temple. I really don't. But I think something big is coming, and um, it's just important to be in prayer for Israel. And uh, I do believe long grace is going to come together. I don't know how, but... I guess it comes together with us being grafted in and we're the branch, but we have to remember we're not the root. So um, just be in prayer for Israel and uh, pray for the church, the backslidden church. Something is coming that is going to shake them to the core, I believe. And 
I believe Jesus is at the door, and I believe that the window or door is about to close. And if he is pursuing you, I ask that you, if you haven't given your life to Jesus, that you do that today because you're not going to have time. And I ask that you repent of your sins. We can tell people to the ABCs, right, to accept that Jesus died on the cross, accept that they are sinners, believe, believe that Jesus died for them, rose again so they could be saved, believe, confess with their mouths that he is Lord. But at the end of the day, when you go and you read the Bible, there has to be a transformation. There has to be something that keeps you from returning to that sin. You can't keep going and sleeping with the world and committing spiritual adultery, as in Jeremiah 3, and get in bed with somebody else and then come back and expect the Lord to take you back. You have to walk in holiness, His holiness, and put on that robe of righteousness that is spot-free and blemish-free for His return. You cannot wear the filthy garment to the dinner party. And so I encourage all, anybody, anybody who is, the churches have lied to you. You cannot live in habitual sin and be saved. It's time to come out of that lie. It's time to repent and give your life to Jesus with a transformation of your life so your fruit can bloom from the tree that grows, that's planted in the living water. I love I love you and just God bless you and give your life to Jesus before it's too late because something is coming and it's going to be too late and many are going to perish. The judgment is coming through the church. God bless. Have a great day. See you again, Lord willing.